Welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast. And here's the queen herself, registered dietitian Heather Klug. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast. Bethany is taking some vacation time, so it's just me today. I was trying to think of a good topic to do solo that would also tie into the coronavirus pandemic. A big area of interest right now is about boosting immunity. Immunity is one of the latest buzzwords thanks to the coronavirus pandemic. Since February, there's been a massive spike in Google searches for immune supplements. Sales for supplements that claim to support immunity increased 50% compared to the same time frame in 2019. Headlines would read, supercharge your immunity, boost your immunity. I'm here to tell you, don't buy into the hype, ladies. I'd love to tell you to just take vitamins such and such and everything will be fine, that it will magically prevent you from getting COVID-19 or it would kill off the virus instantly. We all want this coronavirus to just go away. So I get the appeal. Sadly, no supplement or single nutrient has been shown to prevent against COVID-19 specifically or to fight the virus. I wish I could tell you different. Let me say that again. No supplement or single nutrient has been shown to prevent against COVID-19 specifically or to fight the virus. A good rule of thumb to always remember, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Part of the problem with buying into the hype of dietary supplements is we fall for their general health claims that they are legally allowed to use. Supplements are not permitted to be marketed for the purpose of treating, diagnosing, preventing, or curing diseases. They can't say proven or clinical studies show that X reduces the risk of blank unless there is actual proof. But the kicker here is they are allowed to say, help support your immune system. Support claims are allowed even though there's no evidence to prove the support claim. So be very careful when you see or hear the word support. Also be careful if you see phrases such as, works better than blank prescription drug, or totally safe, or how about no side effects. Many people also give dietary supplements a health halo because they are natural. Natural doesn't always mean safe. There are natural plants that are poisonous. People also mistakenly believe that if some is good, then more is better when it comes to supplements. More is not always better and can sometimes be very harmful. Taking massive doses of vitamins, minerals, or herbs can sometimes make infections worse, can make symptoms last longer, can cause organ damage, can lead to heart rhythm abnormalities, can thin your blood too much or cause your blood to clot too much, can damage nerves, and can especially interfere with prescription medications you are taking. They can make medications either less effective or sometimes too powerful. If you use supplements along with prescription medication, please talk with your pharmacist. They are the best people to answer your questions about drug and supplement interactions. Sometimes there are also harmful contaminants in dietary supplements like lead, mercury, or cadmium that can have adverse effects on the body. 
even massive dosages of vitamins or minerals from supplements can be harmful. Let me give you an example. Sensible amounts of vitamin C help absorb iron. Excessive amounts from supplements block the absorption of copper. Sensible amounts of calcium is great for our bones, but excessive amounts from supplements prevents iron from being absorbed. There's a delicate balance that needs to happen, and excessive amounts from supplements disrupt that balance and can cause great harm. A good thing to keep in mind is that dietary supplements are not regulated by the FDA for safety and effectiveness before going to market. Supplement companies are allowed to regulate themselves, which is an awful idea when profits in the multi-millions and billions are involved. Another part of the problem with buying into the hype of dietary supplements is that our whole concept of immunity has gotten so skewed. The Center for Science and the Public Interest recently interviewed Michael Starnbach, Ph.D., a professor of microbiology from Harvard Medical School about immunity. Here's what he had to say about how the immune system works. The immune system is a very finely tuned machine where all the parts are working to maintain a defense against foreign invaders, but to not be too reactive. Overreacting would tilt the balance toward causing autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis or lupus. So the idea that you're going to globally boost your defense against pathogens doesn't take into account how the immune system works. Our immune system works in very specific ways, mounting targeted defenses and coordinated responses to foreign invaders. It has many moving parts, but always strives to maintain balance. If there's a rise in one population of cells, then another population of cells are suppressed to keep everything in balance. Even if certain foods or nutrients were able to increase or decrease certain biomarkers or cells, they still wouldn't prevent an infection like COVID-19 from occurring in the first place. Now, there's nothing wrong with maintaining a healthy immune system through healthy eating. Eating healthy day-to-day provides your body with the nutrients it needs to function at its best and put yourself in the best position to deal with a viral infection. If you're deficient in a certain vitamin or mineral, then it's helpful to build those back up to healthy levels with primarily food first and then a supplement if needed. While healthy eating doesn't turn your immune system into a Navy SEAL team of virus fighters, it's still very helpful to eat healthy, and here's the main reason why. The data from around the world on COVID-19 is showing that the people who fare worse and have the highest risk of mortality tend to have conditions like high blood pressure, heart disease, diabetes, and obesity. Eating healthy can help in all of those areas in lowering blood pressure, and in keeping blood vessels healthy. It can reduce risk for heart disease. Eating healthy can keep blood sugar levels in a healthy range, and it's one of the best ways to lose weight. I've talked about this in previous podcasts. Aim for an overall healthy eating pattern like the Mediterranean diet or the DASH eating plan with lots of plant-based foods and few ultra-processed foods, things like added sugars and refined flours. Either of these healthy eating patterns are going to be helpful because a balanced, healthy diet over time provides the following nutrients and substances to help maintain a strong, healthy immune system and to reduce the risk of high blood pressure, heart disease, diabetes, and obesity. 
Whole food is a package of many different nutrients. So when we eat healthy foods, uh, we're getting things like antioxidants and phytochemicals. And these are found in plant-based foods like vegetables, fruit, whole grains, nuts, legumes, like your dried beans, split peas, lentils, tea, and coffee. And also red wine, I guess we could throw in there too. So what these substances do, the antioxidants and phytochemicals, they reduce inflammation and free radicals. Another great thing that's in a lot of plant-based foods and why they're strongly encouraged to eat on a day-to-day basis is because you're getting fiber. This can only be found in plant-based foods. And it's so crucial because when you eat fiber, it doesn't break down until it hits that lower part of your intestine. And then the gut bacteria turn the fiber into short-chain fatty acids, which are anti-inflammatory compounds. So they help in, again, keeping your immune system kind of healthy and strong. Also in a lot of plant-based foods, we get vitamins and minerals, which perform over a hundred different functions in the body, which often work at the cellular level and work with other substances in your body to help make things happen. Vitamin A and D also have hormone-like properties too. So again, going back to the different vitamins, vitamins A, C, D, E, the various B vitamins, especially folic acid, B6, and B12. Again, those all kind of serve as antioxidants as well, in addition to the things I mentioned previously. And then minerals, also what they do, things like uh, iron, zinc, potassium. Potassium is mostly known for really helping to offset sodium and helping keep blood pressure low. But these minerals also help block damage to cells and help form parts of key enzymes in the body. Another good nutrient to be getting in are the omega-3 fats. Now, these are found in a combination of fish and some plant-based foods. With fish, it's mainly the fatty cold water fish, like salmon, tuna, herring, sardines, lake trout, okay? And then plant-based foods, things like chia seeds, uh, flaxseed, Uh, Walnuts are really high in this and the leafy greens as well. Now, omega-3 fats are helpful in a strong and healthy uh, immune system because they're anti-inflammatory and they also help keep your blood thinner to prevent blood clots from forming. Okay, so it helps reduce your risk for sudden death, heart attacks, and strokes. Now, the key thing here is if you're primarily going to get omega-3 fats from fish, you don't have to eat them every day. Generally, about two to three times a week is what is recommended and roughly like a three to four ounce portion size each time. Okay, we do have to be careful with fish because there are mercury um, levels and other things in fish that could be harmful if we ate them on a daily basis. You can also get plant-based sources of the omega-3 fats, like I mentioned before, and those can be eaten daily. So for a healthy immune system and the most benefit of getting healthy and staying healthy, aim to eat a wide variety of healthy foods each day to get a mix of the nutrients I just mentioned. Healthy food will always top supplements. To really give your immune system the upper hand, these lifestyle strategies work in conjunction with healthy eating to keep your immune system strong and healthy. Number one, quit smoking if you smoke. Number two, move your body regularly. Number three, get seven or more hours of quality sleep each night. Number four, try to minimize stress 
or think differently about stress. Next week, I will have a guest speaker on to talk about the new stress management, which is the connection between mindset and stress. It's very fascinating, so please tune into that. All right, everyone. I hope you learned a lot about immunity and how to stay your healthiest during the coronavirus pandemic. Choose healthy foods and follow other lifestyle strategies to keep your body strong and healthy. And to prevent getting COVID-19, wear a mask when in public or around large numbers of people. Socially distance six feet or further whenever possible in public spaces. Wash your hands a lot and use hand sanitizer when you're not able to wash your hands. Well, that's it for today, everyone. Stay healthy. And as we always say, be the ruler of your own heart. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us on the Queen of Hearts podcast. Our podcast is recorded here at the Karen Yance Women's Cardiac Awareness Center inside Aurora St. Luke's Medical Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. For more heart-healthy tips, info, recipes, and more, visit our website at www.karenyancecenter.org, like us on Facebook at Karen Yance Center, and follow us on Pinterest. If you like what you hear, subscribe to our show and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, ladies, be ruler of your own heart.